The Haunted Underpants by Dale Shaw, episode 16. When last we met, Dunstan had got his grandfather to help and try to get to the bottom of his talking undergarments. But he was no help. Now we continue. Something quite monumental struck me as I trudged towards the house that I shared with Mother. I often had these monumental thoughts when heading home. It may be due to the fact that I would soon be at home, facing all the horrors that lay within which Mother loved to inflict on me. But the following idea suddenly emerged in my brainial area, like a hot rabbit in a small hutch. Why was I even bothering with these pants? What had they done for me lately? Aside from some vague promises of help in my Martian adventures, so far, all this haunted underwear had brought me misery. If Vreeland's now had the original pair, then I had no duck on this pond, as a great philosopher once never said. Let him keep the silly things. Yes, Mother would hit the roof when she discovered that my new pants were gone. I could easily make up a story involving crocodiles or something, and her anger would soon pass. I wanted an easy life. The quickest way to achieve this was not to have any talking underpants at all. This simple thought cheered me up a lot. Simply giving up is often the very best option. When faced with troubling problems, yes, you could battle or worry or panic or tie yourself in knots trying to find a suitable solution. Or you could take the coward's way out. Simply walk away, hope someone else deals with the mess and make yourself a nice sandwich. The sandwich being the most important part. I call it the Gunston Method. It is an integrated system of thoughtlessness and idleness with a sprinkling of fleeing and ducking down behind large things. And this pant dilemma seemed to be the ideal situation in which to activate the Gunston method. Vreeland could keep my first pair of original talking pants. I would dispose of my current pair and then merrily skip back to my rut. Oh, the joy of my rut! If you don't currently have a rut, I firmly recommend getting one. I almost, almost had a spring in my step as I approached my street. I have to admit, there was a tiny little gnat of doubt crawling around the outer parts of my mind. A gnat that was basically saying, Do you really think that things are going to be all right? based on the experiences of your entire life so far, which has been really terrible and loud. The gnat had a point. Walking up the horrible, vaguely crab-smelling path to my house, I knew something was wrong. Very wrong. Just like that time I bought that big bag of candy at the cinema and found many batteries amongst the bonbons. A bead of sweat erupted on my forehead and my stomach did that thing again. The joyful, skippity feeling I had left very quickly. There was something on the front door. I approached warily. I knew Mother couldn't be behind it. She hated to see one thing attached to another thing vertically. No, this must be for me. Then I saw it. It was a dagger, 
thrust into the woodwork. It was the most daggery-shaped thing I'd seen in the last half hour. The handle was bejeweled. Not just jeweled, but bejeweled. And you could tell the difference. In fact, I'd go as far and say it was bejeweled. With distinct emphasis on the ed part. That's how bejeweled it was. If it was any more bejeweled, frankly, it would have been a bit too much in the jeweling department. Beneath the dagger's point, there was a torn shard of paper. On the paper were words. The words were red and the handwriting deeply troubling. The note read, Give me back my underpants. Next time, the writer of the note reveals himself. <laughs> <laughs>